It has been a crazy week. And the next 74 or 75 days ought to be pretty interesting as well. Perhaps I shouldn't be, but I'm more than a little bit fascinated by the exuberance and excitement and the emotion being demonstrated by those on, shall we say, the winning side, and the near despair of some of those on the losing side. This is something I can't really identify with. And that's because my ultimate hope is not in politics or politicians. Yes, I I do find the whole political thing in our nation to be intriguing. I am most certainly interested in current events, and I do and I did vote. I think citizens in our nation and any nation really should be aware of the political issues facing them. And I do think that we should be involved in the process, especially if we have the ability to be so like we are here in our country. But I can't say that I get too tied up in the outcome. Not in a way as if I think that everything about life depends upon it. I've certainly had a lot of discussions and debates with friends and family members about these things throughout this year and in years past. And I can get pretty passionate about my views and I've been accused of being stubborn about my positions in the past. And that's true. I am both passionate and stubborn about my views like most people are, especially in a society like ours where we have freedom of speech and we have freedom of expression. So I'm sure I'll continue to be passionately stubborn about these things that are critical truths. And this is a critical truth that we need to hold on to. Our hope cannot and should not be in politics or politicians. And if the ascendancy of a politician makes you think that everything in life is going to suddenly get better, you've got another think coming. My prayers are with our nation. I hope for the sake of our nation that our new government will do well for the nation. There are a lot of challenges facing us today, and I'm not yet convinced that the new government will be up to the task, but we'll see, and we should pray for that just as we are encouraged to do so in the scriptures. I will say that the passage I'm reading from this morning is a little bit ironic. I'm reading from 1 Peter chapter 1 today. That's where my reading plan at thelisteningplan.com has us in our reading for the day. 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 2 says, Elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father. Now listen, and this is really important and might ruffle some people who are watching this. I hope you'll follow with me to the very end. If your trust is in the God revealed in the Bible, then you have to say that Joe Biden was elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father. That is to say, if everything pans out that way and we get to January 20th and something like 74 days and he is inaugurated as the 46th president of the United States, then if you're a Christian and you believe in the God revealed in the Bible, then you would have to say that Joe Biden was elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father. Now, I know that that is not theologically what Peter is writing about in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 2. But that doesn't diminish the truth of what I just said. Joe Biden was elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father. That is true, even if you don't like the proposition. 
Just because you or I don't like a fact doesn't make that it's untrue. I don't like the fact that um, gravity keeps me from flying. I would very much like to be able to just fly, just step out my door and fly. But, you know, the fact that I don't like the truth doesn't make it untrue. You really don't get to have your truth, even if that's something that our culture likes to talk about. So as far as I can tell, Joe Biden was elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, whether you voted for him or not. Now, no matter your politics, if you're a Christian, you should agree with that proposition, or you are trusting in a God that is different than the God revealed in the Bible. And I know I might be at this point losing some subscribers, or maybe you're getting ready to put a comment up or push the thumbs down button. I hope that you'll push the thumbs up button and continue to subscribe. And I do hope that you'll comment and you'll give your feedback. But we we have to be consistent. And if we're consistent, then we should be hoping that God's grace and peace be multiplied to our nation, whoever the president happens to be. Now, here's the thing. Peter writes in 1 Peter 1 these words, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope. You should mark those words in your Bible and in your heart if you have a Bible, but especially in your heart. He has begotten us again to a living hope. What is that living hope from? It's through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And it's a hope unto... It's a hope in Jesus Christ's resurrection, and as a result, a hope unto an inheritance that is incorruptible and undefiled, that does not fade away, reserved for you in heaven, and kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed at the last time. I want to draw your attention, if you're a Christian, to this passage to make an essentially important point and truth. Jesus is the only one that gives us living hope and a hope unto an inheritance that does not fade away. My ultimate hope is not in this life. Now, if your hope is in this life, and maybe you're not a believer in the Bible, a believer in Jesus, uh, you wouldn't call yourself a Christian or a churchgoer, and so your hope is in this life, then you should be really concerned because If your hope is ultimately in this life and you are super, super happy today about the political outcomes, then just recognize that you may be really unhappy tomorrow or in a month or in two or four years from now. But for the Christian, our hope isn't supposed to be seated in this world. So if your hope is in this world, look out. Existentially speaking, you're going to have a lot of really hard times. And if your hope is in God then the outcomes of election 2020 are not the end of the world. The old hymn says, My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground. Politics, economy, Wall Street, all other ground is sinking sand. Gosh, I love this stuff. A lot to think about as you begin or maybe end your day. We'll see you next time.